everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Half a Nice Day Podcast with your host, Janine. And Joshua. And today we switched. Yes, we are doing the old switcheroo, you know, to spice things up a little bit in this relationship. We need to assume different uh, positions. <laughs> but uh, I'm on the right and Janine's on the left now. So here we are today. Oh, here we are my today. Gosh. Yes, we are. And I am quite in pain yeah janine is uh severely in pain she's uh trying to at least go to the doctor at least one day next week at least at least at least at least i've been having really bad migraines i've been having really bad back pains i've been having really bad cramps you know one thing that can easily solve this problem what easily what a cold bath no yes he keeps on pushing so Joshua, for the past, what, three weeks now? Three, four weeks, four, four weeks. weeks. So yeah. we did it twice, twice, right? I already done it twice. So four weeks ago, he decides to go on a spontaneous ice bath experience. And I hate cold showers more than anything. Anything cold that touches my body, I'm not into that at all. Yeah, so, so Janine has... Um back pain so i tried spraying deep heat on her the moment i sprayed it she was ah i'm like what's going on she's like it's cold i'm like it's would like you that? rather endure a minute of cold or a pain or a lifetime of back pain it was yeah it wasn't a lifetime okay fix but, by the way because it's hurting me it again still hurts, i know but uh but, the, but what, what i've been doing actually guys is amazing i've gone going to this place in alcoos called longevity sports and Alcoos. Yeah, Alcuz, and it's like an it's like a bathtub with like freezing water. So there's like three temperatures. There's ten, eight, and five degrees. I couldn't do the five like moment Celsius, My, by the way, for those yeah five degrees Celsius. listening from America. America is Fahrenheit, guys. Yeah. Okay, uh, but um, where was I? But yeah, the, the moment I entered the five degree Celsius tub, I couldn't do it. I couldn't submerge myself. Did like, you enter, or you just put your your no, um, hand? So I actually stood inside. It was like. Uh, alongside my waist the the water level and i couldn't dip like i physically couldn't even if my mind was like just do it just do it my body was like no i can't were so you shaking i was shaking Oof. i was shivering i, wasn't there. I didn't even boots. accompany him because she didn't even want to see me do it that's Hello. how bad like no Jimmy i was editing at that time and the second time he went he went with his brother so yeah. i didn't want to ruin their bro moment yeah but it, but it's a really an amazing experience um i i watch a lot of wim hof kind of stuff so like breathing techniques and and cold water therapy so i decided to give it a try and i felt really amazing after it i suggest anyone who wants to try it uh will put maybe uh, a shout out to them or something or their instagram handle and maybe even a cool, sexy picture of me, you know, half naked in the tub, uh, which I'm sure most of you would not want to see, but uh, I'm still going to do it. Don't scar their eyes. I'm still going to do it, guys. And here's the picture. No. Nice, X. guys. X. I expect, a, give a thumbs up button if you really like that, please. A like button. <laughs> they all put this dislike. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> the integrity of this podcast has been compromised. <laughs> we have a few dislikes, actually. That one video. Which video was it? Um, I can't remember now, but there is this, there's this one. Signs of adulting, something like that. Yeah, I'm going to find all these people who dislike. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm going to do to you, but you better be wary. 
Yeah, I don't think they were too happy with that, but <laughs> I think we lost a couple of subscribers as well. <laughs> like one or two probably, but we gained a lot and we're almost 200 subscribers. Yeah, and we'll be giving a gift to our 200 <laughs> subscriber. Uh, a gift of love. The gift of thinking about you. Yes, I yes. like that. Okay, let's start off by the happy news of the week. Bling! Bling! No, we have to be in sync. I forgot what it was that ha- I was waiting for you to <laughs> Happy do news of the week. Bling! Very nice. So this is actually a happy fact of the week. So a research in the UK shows that the mere sight of an indoor plant or plants can reduce stress and that tending to them reduces anxiety and improves your sense of well-being. 83% of research conducted in the UK reported that tending to their indoor plants made them feel less restless, less anxious, and has physical, mental, and emotional benefits. That's great. And another, and then another researched, researched, research published in the Journal of Urban Forestry and Urban Greening. They surveyed more than 4,000 people from around the world, and they found that having vegetation or plants at home bu- boosted English, Janine, Boosted emotional <laughs> well-being for about 74% of participants Participants, participants. amid COVID-19 lockdowns. That's amazing news. I have I have plants in my house. I think already. you'll be able to... Uh, no, you can see like oh, a one little there. bit oh. like dripping down over here. Yeah, like that viney plant. And I really don't... I'm not a plant geek, so I don't know their name. I just know that this one... This one is called a... Wow, that one is called the watermelon plant because it looks like a watermelon. That oh, one. so literally plants are named after things they look like, is it? Uh, I don't know. Some, some they don't. And then I have a snake plant over there because that looks like a like a snake swimming. Now you're just making stuff up. No, but that's really called a snake. Like, I know there's a scientific name for it, but it's called a snake plant. Mm, okay. There's one where there's two on top of this cupboard, whatever shelf. it's called, shelf. Um, there's a dried lavender over there, so I'm not really tending to that. And then um, a few cacti over there. Cactus? Cactus. Cacti. Cacti, if there's a lot, right? Yeah. But and your cactus, of- remember, so when Janine was shifting places, I I didn't know that it was actually pointy. And I lifted it and yeah. it got cut all over my hand. But I think that's a good learning experience for me. But um, <laughs> but it did give keep me calm after looking at it after some time. So I, I really agree with this study. I think... Plants are the new dogs, maybe. And I, I, I sing to them from time to time. And when I enter my house, I say, honey, I'm home because I'm talking to them. Yeah, Janine the, does talk to her plants. And uh, when she's mending, like when she's sorry, when she's tending to her, her plants, uh, I'm completely invisible because she's like so engrossed in it. But I really like that as well. Yeah, but my other plant, which has been with me for like since I moved out, which is almost four years now. Is unfortunately dying. So I'm going to try and revive it. I'm not sure if I can, but let's see how that goes. So I think your mom will be able to do it. Yeah, my mom has amazing green thumbs. Yeah. Thumbs. So green thumbs up, guys. Adopt a plant. Get some plant indoor, especially if you're in a country with current strict lockdowns. Yeah. And you can tend to plants. If having pets is a bit of. A big responsibility for you and you can't adopt a pet then adopt plants that's a that's a good head start yeah and i i when i envision like a house in the future i would definitely want a lot of plants yeah yeah 
So this whole past couple of days, Joshua and I have been talking about traveling mm. because I just got my second dose of vaccine. He's about to get his second dose this week. We will be celebrating our anniversary. One year. Um, a couple. We're one of those couples, I think. One year. Let's do it. But I think it's uh, I, we really should because it is a, a milestone for, for us. It is. You've never had a one-year relationship? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never had one. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Dodge the bullet. <laughs> Our <laughs> listeners bought that. <laughs> Insider scoop. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, a serious. Let's not go in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, they'll be they'll be so clueless as to why we're laughing. But anyway, we're both excited to to celebrate. We're actually celebrating two things. So May eighth, we're celebrating. Our one year of swiping, <laughs> swiping yes to Tinder. It's called a swipe anniversary. Ooh, swipeiversary. <laughs> yeah. And our real girlfriend boyfriend anniversary in June. So we were thinking of traveling, going somewhere because we were just counting the number of countries we've been to. We've we've traveled a lot before COVID, and I'm an avid traveler. Is that Gen- even a, yeah, you are. You're like a, a, a citizen of the world. Like when you go to a country, they'll be like, "Oh, Janine, welcome back." <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it happens. But we're we're close to each other. Like I'm think I'm like one point below Janine. Yeah, you said what? Nineteen countries? Eighteen? Eighteen or nineteen countries, and Janine yeah. is twenty. Twenty, but th- I mean that's not a lot compared to other people, like people who've been to thirty, forty, fifty countries. I think it's a lot for a person who has a Philippine passport, though. Well, that's Perha- true. No, no, and no, also, there's, I know a lot of Filipinos who travel a lot as yeah, well. Yeah, but. but also, it's because I, I started traveling later in life, only when I moved out of my parents' house. Mm. Well, I've been to two countries when I used to live with them, but that's because my mom was with me, so she chaperoned me of course, to those places. And also because my mom loves tra- traveling. I, I got it from her, actually. And my, my, my grandfather and my grandfather's mom. So they're they're travelers and they love traveling and I got it from them. And it's just different. My I don't know, it's my stress reliever, which is super expensive by the way. I used to I used to travel. There was this one I don't know if it was twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, but there was this one year where I would travel almost every month. Mm. So what I would do is um, travel on a Thursday evening right after the last day of work week and then come back either Sunday morning or Monday morning and I would take just a day off of work and literally go back to work right after Mm. zombie mode. No, it it was the exact same thing for me because most of my leave days, guys, I would spend in Pinas. I would Mm. literally like spend two, three weeks there, come back. And when the, there are times like when I started running out of leaves, I would do the exact same thing. Like I would fly on a Thursday night to a different country, come back on the Sunday morning and maybe from the airport go straight to work. And it and it's, oh my God, the hardest thing it is. I've ever had to do. But uh, like there are times when I'm like at work like two hours early and I'm like, okay, let me take a quick power nap on my desk or anything like that. But uh, it was all in all worth it. Yeah, it, it, it would give me a different type of like rush and like, it was a different feeling. But also, it would keep me 
very dead the whole week. <laughs> yeah. Because it will just affect you so much. It's the jet lag, especially if you're coming in from a, a farther, a farther. Yeah, but I never used to travel like country. maybe a more than a five hour flight. If it's over the weekend, I wouldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. But I think you might have done it. Yeah. Um. Just because when I was at my previous job, I would also travel to France either once a year or twice a year. Uh-huh. Once. Yeah. Um, and there would be some times where I would have to travel going there and then go back to get to work right away, um, land around early in the morning, 5, 6 a.m., uh-huh. and then get to the hotel and then go to the go to work. And then the other way around, come back here, and it would be like early morning, and then I would have to report to work again. And the, and the, harder part, uh, the, hardest, the hardest part of that whole um, procedure that you just did is also that since we're in the country for like, Four to eight hours, we make sure that our sleep is minimal and we do as much as we can. So that's oh, yeah. why the time you come back, completely exhausted. You would just be super tired. Exhausted. You're out. You're out. Yeah. But what I would do is just um, wear a sleeping mask, eye mask, uh-huh. um, have noise-canceling headphones, and then just sleep in the plane. Okay. Pop some sleeping pills and then uh. knocked out and then the next day back to work mm. yeah but for me my my sl- the sleep on the plane that i get is always like 10 minute intervals like yeah I it's sleep not the best. wake up sleep wake up it's not the best and i never travel like business or first class so i don't have that luxury of sleeping like uh horizontally so i'm always like seated mm. and i always shovel bu- budget airlines so you can't even recline those seats you know it's like, <laughs> it's like if anything you move forward when you press those seats see that's a good thing with emirates even if you're you're on you're in coach or what is it called economy mm-hmm. it's okay because it's not like budget airlines where you're literally cramped in one space yeah yeah emirates is is okay with decent with, leg room and yeah everything. with economy or you choose to seat in the emergency exit of the plane that part where there's additional leg oh room. yeah like leg room yeah yeah but that depends if you're lucky to to be in that position mm-hmm. Yeah, and then most of the times that year, I, I would remember, like, I would just keep my suitcase open. So I would come in, open up my sco- scootcase. Scooter. Well, I can't really speak. Open up my suitcase and just leave it because my essentials would be in there. My toilet, re- my toiletries would be there. And for the next week or two weeks or three weeks, or I would travel like again. Or clothes you haven't used or anything. Yeah, like or that, just yeah. keep it there, like clothes that I could bring to my next travel. Just keep them there because I know that in the next two, three weeks, I would travel again. Hmm. So no need to like unpack everything and then pack them back. That was my that was my life. And my mom would be like, where are you going? And my dad would be like, not upset, but he would be like, like where are you going? It, to me, it was just like freedom. No, and, and there's a lot of factors that come also into this because UAE is a hub. So like there's hmm. flights everywhere, especially Emirates. You can fly anywhere. Basically, from the Dubai airport, we're very lucky to be very, very in the lucky. center because we're literally in the middle of the earth. Like our our friends in Canada or US, they barely go back to Philippines because it'll be like a almost a day long flight. Right. For us, it's just what eight hours. If you want to go to US, yeah, it's a little bit further. But we're in the hub of everything, so we connect like easily to Africa, Asia. If you want to go to right, like Europe as well. Within seven eight hours, you're either in Asia or Europe. Yeah. Which is amazing for us. Yeah. The only problem, of course, for us Filipino passport holders, the visa. The visa. Like you always have to renew it. You always have to get a new 
new visa issues. Have you ever been rejected for a visa? Yes, I have. Where? Um, the UK. My first UK visa application. Why would did they rejected. say any reason why? They yes, uh, the reason is so I was traveling with my mom, and I think. I the the expenses that I declared seemed more than what was in my bank account. Oh, okay, um, okay. But also, I had other assets, and I had my credit card, and I have cash with me. Like, like not everything was in my bank account, and I didn't have my my mom's statement in there, so it was just my. Oh, you applied for the joint, like a family. Yeah, for okay. the both of us. Okay. Basically, we got um we got rejected because they they deemed that. We wouldn't come back. Like, um, excuse you. Oh, you're one of a those. A lot of your, a lot of your people are actually in the UAE trying to work here. Do the same thing, yeah. So, yeah. what makes you think that someone who's been in the UAE for almost her entire life would like to leave <laughs> the country and stay in your country? And basically, I put in my my dad's um, my dad's visa, his passport, his bank statement to be the sponsor of my mom. And then our house here, my car at that time, my job. So I was like super pissed. And I so I was going there for a um, photography um, seminar okay. with one of my favorite um, wedding photographers. And I put in his I put in his like um, the whole the whole thing, the I whole seminar. The- the passport copy of the guy who is hosting him. So basically everything. But they they were just like, oh, we don't think that you're going to come back. But I have a really good friend at the time um, who used to work with me. She put up like a petition, <laughs> like an online petition. Like <laughs> the title was that uh, something against like the, the, the UK immigration, whatever. Um, re- um Get Janine, get Janine to UK, something like that. What and people have to sign it or something? Yeah, like an online petition. Okay. And then we got like almost two thousand people to sign the petition. You never told me this. Yes, and then well, you, you learn new things about me all the time. Uh-huh. Um, That's so cool. No one ever signed anything. Yeah, for me. and then <laughs> she was so sweet. That was so sweet of her to do. She's she's partly British and partly Australian. Um, so she okay. was really really pissed. And and then I reapplied, which was very very expensive, by the way. Um, and then I got it. Huh? I got it. Yeah. Wait, because you got it because of that petition? I think partly yes. And then I had to resubmit with the right like um, details the and right everything. Details yeah. that was. I so guess, you had to revise missing. whatever itinerary you had and yeah. declared it all. Yeah. Okay. And then with I guess all of the signature and it being public and a lot of people vouching for for me basically because you can put comments and people were like yeah janine is like very sweet i don't think she's gonna stay in the uk it it was like very weird and sweet at the same time that's actually really nice very very nice so i printed all of them out probably had like 20 pages of just like testimonials from people yeah i I think i still have copies of it yeah okay i'll show it to you um i printed them out and then i reapplied and i and i got it yeah and then the more the more that you travel, the less of these you get. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They, you, that's why they you have a your... story of being rejected. I, I mean, got rejected. Visa. Ah, yeah, visa. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of rejections, but for the visa story, um, it was actually, uh, it was very stupid of me though to have done that. Uh, but what I did was, it was the time in the year where I got my bonus. 
Mm-hmm. And I immediately like paid back all my debts to like everyone. So I had a, I had uh, it was mostly my sister because I borrowed a lot of money from her when I took uh, a trip to Nepal, which I think I'll keep on another podcast. But uh, so I paid her back, which is almost like should I give them out? It's fine, right? Nah, no, no, I don't think so. Okay, so I borrowed uh like a five figure sa- amount from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, five digit, sorry, five digit amount from her, and I paid her back, and I paid her everyone back, and then I went to apply for my Japan visa, which so I didn't have a lot of money at that time, but I was scheduled to travel in two months from then, so I knew like okay with my salary and everything coming in it'll be okay. Uh, so I did this whole, uh, I did the whole forms and everything, and I went to the Japanese place. I don't know what it was consulate, consulate. or just maybe an office because it was in the World Trade Center. And I gave my documents to this uh, teller. It's behind a glass wall. Mm. And it was like completely tinted. So I couldn't see who I was even talking to. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I gave... But I know it was uh, uh, an Arab woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, because she was like uh, her yeah. Arab accent. Yeah. So I gave her the documents and she's like, uh, this is your bank statement? I'm like, yeah. She's like, is this all the money you have? And I'm like, yeah. And then she's like... Oh, man. I was like, are you sure you still want to give this? I'm like, Yeah. You didn't doubt. You didn't doubt it. No, I didn't doubt it. Mm. Um, then she's like, uh, then she saw my itinerary because even for Japan, you have to give your itinerary right. places you're gonna stay, what you're gonna do. Right. And I think she put two and two together, and she's like, okay, uh, with the amount of money you currently have in your bank, you won't be able to do all these things. So maybe you also have some suspicions and everything if you go to Japan. And then I, two days later, I went to collect my passport to see if I got it or not, and it was obviously rejected so she did give me like a sort of warning like right like like it don't give this right her, now yeah. yeah it was it was kind of her like don't give this to me now um when your bank account is like this because she did ask but you were indirectly. adamant and i was like yeah i really want to get my visa now so like because i was really planning my my whole trip because i wanted to go to Pinas, japan and uh was it malaysia as well malaysia was also part of that uh plans but in the end it didn't uh, work out and said i went to korea Korea. Yeah, yeah, but I had an Korea amazing is time. Really nice, by the way. Amazing I've never time. been, and I really want to go. Amazing, amazing. We need to take Korea. your mom there, by the yeah. way. Yeah, his mom's obsessed with the Korean. A lot of a lot of elderly Asian women. I My say. best friend's mom, Shane's mom. Oh yeah, really obsessed with Tita Korea. Mina. Yeah, Tita Mina. Yeah, yeah. yeah our, every, our titas. I think it's a generational Korean thing. Novelas, yeah. yeah. But not just titas, like a lot of Filipinos love Korean everything. Any, anything, yeah, anything Korean related. Like Korean even your food, brother. Yeah. yeah. Like, he loves Korean uh, music and yes, stuff. So K-pop. I think it's yeah, I think it's a very big thing which is blowing also, up. Also when you're in you're in the Philippines, like the Korean food everywhere. All of these like bar Korean barbecue yeah, yeah. places. Some good sapal. Some gyupsal. Yeah. At first like I wasn't too um I didn't know what Korean food is. All I knew was that it looked spicy with kimchi and all of these like red spices. I was like ignorant, basically. Mm-hmm. And then my friend took me to a Korean barbecue place when we were in, was it Vietnam? I think when we were in Vietnam. No, when we were in Cambodia. I can't remember now. One of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he, he brought me there and it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Mac. Actually, he listens to the podcast. I miss you, Mac. He's my travel shout buddy. Shout out to you, Mac. Yeah. But so. actually, in in Korea was the first time that uh, I I I had a full on like uric acid attack. 
Because you were eating eating like nonstop Korean barbecue, drinking everything beef and pork. Yeah, mm, and then yeah. one one unfortunate thing was uh, Gia. My so I went. I traveled with my best friend Gia. Shout out to Gia as well. So many shout outs. So our travel buddies. So we went to the highest point in Korea. Uh, there's a tower there. You, you have to no. Climb so you, it? there's a cable car. Okay. So there's a cable car and we had fun and we bumped into other people from the hostel. And these so hostel travelers they like to like live on an extreme budget, so right. like like ten dollars a day an amount. But she and I we went there like comfortably, let's mm-hmm. say, so we could travel in a taxi. And these guys would be like, "A taxi? What am I, Bill Gates?" So we were there at the top, and uh, when you're down, you get an option to buy a return ticket on the cable car or a right. one way. Right. And um, so we met. We bumped into two other guys from the hostel there, and they're like, "Come, let's all walk down." And G and I didn't want to seem like how oh, we have, like. Well, some... he has gout. <laughs> no, no, yeah, gout and <laughs> and um, what do you call this money? Okay, yeah. We, we bought actually a re- the return ticket, but these guys only booked one. And we was like, it's only a, like a one hour ride walk going down. One hour walk. And, and I'll tell you what, it was the worst rainstorm as well that ever happened I've ever ever experienced in my life. Um... And G and I are walking down from the highest point of Seoul to the bottom and it's like and it's like um it's like st- okay there are stairs and stuff but like the, the amount of times i slipped and like these guys are like so far ahead always looking back come on guys and I'm like for me my foot is killing me that's dangerous for your knees by the way it's 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 dangerous for me on every level true and the thing is you and i did have a return ticket going back down but we just don't want to like disappoint these guys and make them you think are that so we are not like i don't want them to think polite. like we are better than them or anything you're so polite yeah but G and i were like and then at the end they disappeared and then G and me were like okay what do we do then we just ended up in this one really old street and we had korean barbecue it was really good food though but uh, but i didn't know i had uric acid at the time i just thought i had a swelling or a sprain or something oh it was already hurting the same spot the same spot yeah oh god. so like my i was literally limping g and i were just having like these small jackets to protect us from the rain but we were completely drenched and was it cold were you shivering super oh super cold i i don't know if you have pictures from that day or what happened to us but like completely drenched. This is the beauty of traveling. Like really. No, I could no, the problem is I could have avoided all of those things. I know. If I just thought about myself and everything, but obviously it's but it's a it's a good experience, a good fun story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And these are the stories that you'll keep yeah. telling your your future kids and grandkids, yeah. which is quite fun. Hmm. I can't wait to travel again, guys. I don't know. Here in here in the UAE, a lot of people are traveling to the Maldives, the Seychelles, because these are destinations that are four or five hours away. And these are islands in Africa that not a lot of COVID, that don't have a lot of COVID cases. And they've been hit really hard because like 80, 90% of their whole economy is made out of tourism. tourism. And they really, even if they don't want to, I think it's like, it's like a precautionary thing that they have to do in case so that their company the other country doesn't go into debt or at least yeah make some money from tourists at yeah least. and if, if 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 there's any any tourists that i as a country i would be accepting people from i would say the uae because again almost everyone is starting to get double shots of their vaccines so yeah. complete with their whole vaccine just bring your vaccine card and start traveling again I yeah think. so and the amount of COVID cases that we we've been having every day has reduced tremendously. 
Yeah, but deaths are still there, right? I think I saw three deaths or something. Yeah, but also compared to before, we're getting oh, yeah, like, what, 12, before, 15 yeah. deaths a day. That was like tragic. Yeah. So, yes, we're still not over, but definitely we see improvements. A step in the great. right direction, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But when you travel, do you do you travel alone or do you travel with like a group? A mix. So I I had my solo travels and I have my my friend travels and I have my solo travels where I meet someone there. Oh, okay, okay. Basically. I've had all of those as well. Yeah. And when did you start solo traveling then? Uh, my first solo travel was when I was 26, I think. 26 or... Yeah, I think it was 26 or 25. I can't remember now. So but a late bloomer as well. Yeah, Again, because I, I left my I left my parents' house when I was twenty five. Um, yeah, so I think that was when I was twenty six, and I traveled to. Uh, it was supposed to be an Asia trip, um, where I only booked my first flight going to Thailand, uh, which is yeah Bangkok, Thailand, and then from then on, I had I think the next ten days to go anywhere. I wanted to, and so I wanted. So you kept to it like do, an open, yes, open trip. Yes. Like you don't know where you're going, you don't know where you're gonna end up, and then you don't know how you're going back. Exactly, and well, I have my going, and then I have my last trip from the Philippines to. Okay, back. so your your last Clark back destination yeah. was yeah be Philippines, but then so. I had to cut it short. So I was only able to make um, Thailand, Bangkok, and. Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> the island part, the the. The watery part. I know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> Phuket. Yes, Phuket. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, Phuket. And then from there, I went to Vietnam. And then from Vietnam, I went to the Philippines. And I wanted to go to so many other places, but I couldn't because there was um, a family emergency. So I went back to the Philippines, um, spent some time with my grandparents, mm. and then came back, which is good. Yeah, it's a, it's a good way to end uh, on an amazing trip as well. I know. But did you have any crazy stories? Like, did, were you ever like mugged or? I was mugged when I was in Paris. Oh, such a. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Such I remember a Dubai the story. kid yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I was outside the Louvre, and of course the Louvre, the Louvre, yeah, the the Louvre, the toilet, the Louvre. Ah, okay. The Louvre. I was outside the Louvre. <laughs> Sipping on my acai <laughs> drink and my croissant. Of course, tourist trap. Um, they saw me with my backpack. I had my camera in front of me. So it looked like, you know, your basic tourist. Your easy target exactly. for anyone. Easy target. And you so stood out. There were these two, um, I don't know where they're from, but gypsies, basically. They came to me and they started saying, oh, you speak... Uh, at first, they were speaking in, in French. And okay, I you said, have to do the accent. They don't have an accent. They're not from France. They're okay. they're f- somewhere f- from other okay, parts of Europe. Okay, but assume a French accent. You speak uh, English? Anglais. Anglais, anglais. And I said, no, um, I don't speak... I don't speak French. And she started holding my face. So she's like, oh, oh man, COVID. so pretty. Um, 
pre-COVID times when everyone could yeah, like yeah. touch each other without thinking that there were germs or you know shake hands. Yeah. She's like, "So pretty, where are you from? You're going to the Louvre. What are you doing here?" Um, and then I already found that very weird. Her other friend came swooping in, so now there are two. And I had my backpack in front of me because mm. a lot of pickpockets in Paris. You have to be very careful, especially in the tourist areas. So I had my my bag in front of me. And then she started saying, please, please help us. We have a charity for kids. Okay. Um, all you have to do is sign this. So there's, um, they have, you know, those metal or those cardboard, um, hard cardboard that had a lot of paper. And then there's a clamp, like a clip. Just like uh, medical documents. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah. So just like a bunch of papers with a hard back to it. And she flipped one page and she showed like a lot of entries from other people pledging like either five euros, whatever. You put your pledge, you sign your name and then signature, whatever. So she gave me the pen. She put that thing on top of my bag in front of me. So basically it was here. And then she said, just write your name, uh, put in whatever you want to pledge and then you can give us money if you want to. So I was writing and I was like, okay, fine. I feel really bad for How the children. I was about to give like, I think five euros. Okay. Um, so I was writing my name. Suddenly I felt something. So this other girl with her, so the other girl's distracting me to write, talking to me, where are you from? Dubai, blah, blah, blah. The other girl was reaching underneath the... The, the bunch of papers because I couldn't see it and trying to unzip my bag and take something. And so in front of my bag was where a, a bunch of euros, I think I had, can't remember now, 50, probably 80, maybe 100 euros. Some like loose. Yeah, not loose. I mean, no, but like, like, like yeah. change in itself like, exactly like, like, you just dump it there like right when you get her and, back yeah there. in front of the in front of the bag, bag yeah. um so i saw her hands and then i suddenly like a rush came to me like i understood what was happening i was getting conned by these women and they're trying to get money out of me by getting me to sign something distracting me and then taking so when i realized what was happening i said hey wait she started sprinting she took the the thing and then the other girl um, had my money i saw uh, like my money on her hand they started running and then i realized what was happening so i started saying hey hey started screaming at them i ran and then other people noticed what was happening so there were a bunch of um these stand standalone kiosk shops right next to the like Louvre. Stalls or something. yes and they were being manned by a couple of men and one of them was an indian man yeah. and he started um running to, uh, after them as well because he saw me running after them he was so kind bless him so i ran as fast as i could grabbed one of the girls from behind and i was able to grab her her shirt and i was like not today <laughs> i was starting to do jujitsu back then so i was i wasn't oh, really you did like a, you did like a I grabbed, <laughs> choked her. <laughs> no, I grabbed her from behind. Okay. And it was daylight. It was like 12, probably noon, 1 p.m. Yeah. I can't remember. And I said, give back my money. So she took it out of her like bra or like her chest area and gave me back. But she gave me back like 30 euros. And I knew that that was not my whole money. And then I was like, no, that's not my, that's not everything. I'm sure your other friend has the rest of my money. Give it to me now. And then the guy was like, how much is it? And I couldn't, I didn't even know. Mm. And I, I just said like, I don't know, 50 euros. I think I said 50. Um, 
And then he started speaking to her, said, give it back or I'm going to call the police, blah, blah, blah. So she gave me back the rest of the money. But then counting afterwards at the end of the day, when I got back to my Airbnb, I realized they got more out of me. How much more, though? Probably like 30 euros more. Mm. Yeah. Or 40 euros more. I can't remember. But then this other guy started talking to me, reprimanding me, saying, don't talk to strangers. You're in Paris. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm from Dubai. We can speak to anyone. We can leave our phones anywhere. That's the thing. We can that's come the back thing. the next that's day. The it's thing. still there. That's the thing. And that's when it hit me. I live in a bubble, you know? We're so protected. We're so well protected. We're very spoiled. It's such a safe country that because I grew up here, I never experienced anything like this outside of Dubai. Yeah. And I think I could just trust anyone, you know? Even yeah. if yeah, even I know, if I yeah. came in from the Philippines, I don't know. It's just, I guess my brain is wired that way, you know? No, but here you see all these stories like a taxi driver delivers 100,000 back to a guy who left it in his taxi. And I'm like, this would have never happened in any other country. Yeah. If I found 100,000, dir- like, dirhams in a different country in my taxi, I would have, like, driven my taxi off a cliff and sold and kept it 100,000 and, like, I, I left my wallet at the cinema and I had cash in there. Catch, cash. Catch. Catch. Fish. I had cash in there and um, I called the cinema and they said, what does it look like? Purple. I said, purple. My initials are in there. And they're like, yeah, come. It's in the, it's in the, what is it called? Lost and found. Lost and found. I went in and one of the cleaners apparently handed it over. And, and everything was, was there? Everything was in there. I once had nothing uh, was touched. Nothing. I once forgot my Emirates ID in a clinic, and I didn't know until they called me. Like, are you Mister Joshua? I'm like, yeah. No like, one's gonna yeah. steal your Emirates ID. No, that's the thing. So I was just like, that's cool. Like, I didn't even know it was gone. It's like day three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing. Yeah, but that's Dubai for you, right? So but going I, somewhere, ugh, it's just so different. You know, I have a very similar story to to you, actually. Yeah. So. uh it's not very similar, but there's some lines which I'm sure you can relate to. But this was in Pinas. I think we'll wrap up with this uh, yes. with this story. But I was in Pinas and I had a tattoo appointment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let me kill some time. So I went to Greenbelt. It's like right. a mall complex. Explain to them because I know what Greenbelt yeah, is. Yeah, so it's like a mall complex with like different, like there's Greenbelt 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And um, so there was a time when I, I had my tattoo appointment in a different city. So I had to call a, a taxi to take me from point a to b and there was a stall okay and like i was exiting out to find a taxi i was exiting out and there was a small stall you know near the entrances mm-hmm. there was a unicef stall okay uh so there's like this one cut one girl comes up and like oh my god i love your tattoos okay i'm like thanks oh my god okay gosh. so i'm like thanks and she's like where did you get them and i'm like yeah here and uh, i'm actually going for an appointment now and I'm really late and stuff. And she's like, oh, can I just talk to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, cool. And then she takes me to this UNICEF he, stall. He thinks that the girl is into him. That's why. She was definitely into me. I'm sure she... Okay, so listen, as the story goes on. So she takes me to the stall and she's like, so basically what I do... And like, I didn't even ask her. So, like, so basically what I do is I uh, take donations for kids and UNICEF for the starving children of Manila and particularly like in African countries, all these things. And sir, do you want to be like a recurring member? You just have to pay a monthly fee and all these fees directly go into 
uh, feeding someone unfortunate and i'm like no i'm really sorry i can't i'm I have to really rush my appointments in like 20 minutes but thank you so then she's like oh but you'll get this cool pen and i'm like and before i know it i was signing it already and i and i gave her my credit card details oh my gosh before i knew anything like before like, and then, then i like the moment i left i'm like did i already give my credit card details but and then i th- I called my cousin and like at the job like uh, I was just in the mall and suddenly, and then she's like, oh, be careful, dear, these people who can apparently, like, hypnotize yeah, you. Yeah, it's called, like, Boodle Boodle Gang in the Philippines. They they are able to, like, entrance you. In, so in, she showed in, me this pen, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she showed me the pen. Yeah. And, like, a few minutes later, I was already giving my credit card details. I I remember having it out, and I'm writing down all the details. That's and I was so like, weird. What happened? And I couldn't stop thinking about it. Even when I was getting my tattoo, I'm just like, was I in some sort of trance or hypnotized or under some spell or something? I, I don't know. And then the, the moment I landed in Dubai, I canceled that credit card. You didn't cancel it right then and there? No. Because <laughs> I have to call an international number and I don't want to like waste credit. Yeah, but imagine they wipe out your whole cr- debit. That's fine. There's no money in there. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have no money. Joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. The family you're feeding is me. <laughs> Starving kids? <laughs> <That's> me. <laughs> oh my! Uh, what? I, I can't with you. I can't. I don't know. I didn't know. You never. I, eat, so when you realize what you're doing, you didn't confront her. No, I just left. Because what if she puts me in a trance again and she makes me do something stupid? Like what? I don't know. Why she's like jump off the the the, the building? Of course, you're not gonna do that. But then I, I felt bad most mostly in particular because I heard that these kinds of uh, like uh, these tricks and all they they play on people who with weak minds and i felt is my mind weak like i i, no, I know I'm, is she I'm pretty smart. she was actually quite okay pretty. there you go i think she enticed me with her beauty and then when the moment she showed me this pen i don't know maybe it was like a men in black kind of thing where she just did like this thing <laughs> and then i was like oh well <laughs> so yeah that was that was like one maybe really there's scary. like a like um smell or something that when she does that like you you uh-huh. inhale it oh and yeah then- I just want to see the security cam footage of that and see what happened. I think I was in Dubai two days after that because I always get my tattoo one day before flying back to Dubai. Okay. Anyway, so. So bad. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. I don't know what I did. And I took the most expensive uh, pledge donation as well. Like, who am I? Who are you? Yeah. She gave me that pen, but I immediately threw it. In case, like, this was, like, maybe, like, I need to go see this girl again. Yeah, I'm sure know. that's what you were thinking about. Yeah. Like, she's so pretty. I need to see her again. She wasn't the prettiest, but she was pretty. But I think she she called me like, I love your tattoos. When did that ever stop you? What? She's not the prettiest. No. <laughs> it, it stopped me quite a few times. <laughs> but yeah, that's my story. And I think, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know, man. Till this day, I cannot actually Wrap pinpoint what actually it. happened. Yeah, but That's uh, crazy. I've crazy. heard some of those stories. Like, my Lola told me that that happened to her as well. I think someone followed her after she was taking money out of her out of the ATM, and she was shopping in the Palenque. So Palenque is basically the wet market, like okay. it's an open space where yeah. you can buy anything like from vegetables and yeah, the Wuhan market. Way to like put two and two together, <laughs> but anyway, it seems like this this person followed her and saw her take money out of the the ATM. Mm. Started speaking to her rubbing her shoulders asking her something blah blah blah, and she ended up giving that person a big amount of money yeah yeah so weird and she said like after that um she just 
couldn't remember why she did it. She could remember she gave it, but like why? Because she would never do that. Mm. Yeah. So it's just just weird. It's I weird. Guess it's it weird. Make you Some... smell something. I don't know. And some things cannot be like you cannot answer them. Like you need to see from like a bigger picture, like what actually they did or how they practice it or what yeah. maybe they have a trigger word or like what you said, a smell. Or maybe they inject something on you when they rub you or something. Well, yeah, I don't did know. Did she touch you? Yeah, she told you. I told you she was holding my arms. Yeah, Maybe. looking at my tattoos. Maybe like, there's oh, like an it? ointment that they rub. I don't know, oh, man. man. I don't know. It's just super weird, but also like super wrong. Yeah, guys, don't if, don't fool people like that. If man. you're talented enough to fool people and you're using your brain to do that, then use your brain to do something else. Yeah, don't use it for evil, dude. That could help the world or help someone. Yeah. And earn money the right way. Yeah, get a job. Everyone's and- everyone's trying their best, so. Yeah, I know, and like for um, for me until this day, I still think about it like sometimes. So like it really takes its a uh, mental toll on other people. So yeah, yeah, just 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 stop. It's I not guess. your fault. I don't, they're not definitely going to stop with her message though. But, <laughs> but we stop, did our part. Okay? We did stop. our part. Okay. No, I just. Well, we can hope and pray that these people. Yeah. Could, yeah. Know. Well, yeah, I think that. That wraps up this episode. I think we can call it like traveling part one because we have a million more stories to talk or like about. Like mishaps because we've, we've spoken about like the negative parts. I of have our... the worst. I'm going to say it right now. I have the worst travel luck and I can explain to you in a future episode of like what happened in my life when it came to traveling. But uh, yeah, that's uh, I think we're, there's going to be like many so more parts many of this. travel yeah. stories. Yeah. And these are the unlucky ones, yeah. but there are good ones as well. Yeah. And these will go on as the years go by. Like in a few years, Janine and I will be telling you a lot more travel stories of more recent ones, actually. So And our travels together. I can't wait. Yeah. Travel buddy. TV, future huh? travel buddy. Yeah. I sleep a lot, so she's going to have a problem with that. And he travels budget airlines, so. <laughs> Super Pacific. This is. Is that one of their games where you have to <laughs> Happy birthday, Joseph. <laughs> the longest Cebu Pacific gets a blanket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you don't know, go back to episode number one where we talk about our, well, his yeah. <laughs> Cebu Pacific blanket stories. So. That was the best. If you come to my room, guys, now you'll see I have like... 14 of was those. it one or two i can't remember anymore no, yeah it but was OG no, first listeners. one is parental guidance so i think second yeah, yeah. og og listeners yeah well in the cebu pacific story yeah <laughs> it's one for the books dude. One for the books. oh man yeah. well i think uh, that's it that's it that's it guys thank you for tuning in once again if you were watching on youtube please do subscribe and hit the like button and turn the notification bell on so you know whenever we drop a new video and for those of you listening to the podcast on any podcast platform of your choice please do also subscribe and uh, give us a good rating on on apple podcast or whatever platforms allow you to to give them a rating and uh, your energy went because <laughs> yeah, i started losing my- what else do i what say what else do i have is there a pen around <laughs> here's the pen <laughs> No, what else? Uh, yeah, so uh, if you want to send us some questions, any feedback or comments, you can always send us an email at show at gmail.com or you can visit our Instagram page at Podcast, and in the link in bio, you'll be able to see a link that direct- redirects you to the Google Forms. And from there, you can uh, 
send us your messages, whatever you want. And please do follow us on Instagram, guys, and especially YouTube. Uh, like what we said in the beginning, we're 196 subscribers. Yes. And we just have four more to go for the 200 episode. And, and a lot more to 1,000 for us to get monetized. So let's get yeah, going. Yeah, let's get going. Let's get going. We have a very great plan, actually, for the next coming episodes. We have our first guest. Should we say it? Should we say yeah, it? Yeah, first guest. We have a first guest uh, that will be on the podcast for... Okay, in like two weeks. In two weeks' time. Yeah, in two weeks. <laughs> like, how do I put a calendar? How can I calculate in two weeks' time? So in two weeks' time, we'll have our first very guest. Very exciting. Yeah, so that'll be really cool. Um, Some of you may know her. Yeah, you might have uh, seen her on the, the internet. Yeah, yeah, on TikTok to be specific. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More, most on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, Ramadan Kareem again to mm-hmm. all our muslim brothers and sisters and anything else you want to say nope yeah nope okay guys uh travel safe if you do decide to travel no sorry no 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 yeah stay safe guys if this podcast inspired you to travel please do make sure that all precautionary (laughs) measures are in place i'm reminded now my friend just got married plonky and kid jason um they got married a week back yeah that's it and I just, I just wanted to say, like, um, happy marriage. And she said, shout out. But okay, okay. She said, okay. please shout out the man on your... Okay, uh, congratulations, Plonky and... Kia Jason. Kia Jason, uh, may you have a lifetime together of love, happiness, and, um, and jo- uh, joyfulness. That was such a downer. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're getting a divorce right now because of Josh. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it's Florence. So guys, her, her, her real name is Florence. Like People just call her Plonks. I don't, I don't think I'll be able to do a good wedding speech, right? I think you will. Yeah, if I maybe practice. I cannot be put on the spot and give a greeting or or uh, or anything. I don't Exhibit know. Exhibit A. Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, and on that note... Have a nice day! That was so off tune, bro. I know. It's late. We love you guys. We like you as a friend. Bye! Bye.